Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. Here's your host, Stacey Jones. Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I'm Stacey Jones, and I'm so happy to be here with you all today. And I want to give a very warm welcome to Alexa Diaxtino. Alexa is the founder of CEO and Think Tank Coaching and Think Fuel Media, a multi-seven-figure marketing and PR agency. With a PhD in business, she's helped over 300 clients generate over $5 billion in sales. A serial entrepreneur, Alexa is additionally a partner in 11 other companies and in industries across beauty, edtech, pet, health, and technology, as well as a marketer, business coach, consultant, and investor. Today, Alexa and I are going to be chatting about the best ways for companies to scale your business to six figures and beyond. We'll learn what works from Alexa's perspective, what should be avoided, and how some businesses just miss the mark. Alexa, welcome. So happy to have you here today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Stacy, and talk about scaling businesses and scaling with, through marketing and sales and communications, and it's going to be a great conversation. Awesome. Well, what I'd love to do is start off having our listeners learn a little bit more about you and how you got here today, where you have done all of this expertise in the world of scaling and so much more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's funny because everybody always hears my story and they get so intimidated, like, oh my God, how'd she do that? And they're like, here's the truth, guys. Like I kind of made so many mistakes to get to where I am. And I always say the more times you get up to bat to swing, you're going to have more opportunities to actually hit the ball. And that's exactly what I did in my career. I just kept getting up to bat. I didn't care how many times I missed. I just kept getting up to bat, getting up to bat, getting up to bat so that I could land that one grand slam. And the more times you hit the ball, the more you learn how to do it, right? And so once I figured out how to do it, then I started hitting grand slams all the time and everybody gets so anxious and they're not persistent and they're not patient enough to wait to learn how to hit that ball correctly. And the reality is, is I made a lot of mistakes and I still make mistakes and I still have failures, but I learn from them. Um, and so for me, you know, I started my career really early at the age of eight um, and mostly because my family's from um, Cuba. And when they came to America, they couldn't speak English. So they had no choice but to be entrepreneurs. So I grew up watching entrepreneurship my whole life. So I had a little bit of an unfair advantage. Um, but I always was like that nerd that was like ripping computers apart, putting them back together. And I always had, you know, that little techie flair in me. Um, but I started my first official business at 18. It was a marketing agency. And what did I do? I threw up an ad on Craigslist before it was creepy. I don't know if you know what Craigslist is, um, but I threw up an ad and I said, I'll do your website for 300 bucks. And then somebody wrote back to me and said, yes, I would love that. I said, oh man, I, I should go figure out how to make websites. I had no idea. Um, but the point is, is I did it. I went out there and said, hey, I can do this. I knew I would figure it out. I was techie. I'd done some web stuff before, um, but I just went out and I just did it. You know, and next thing I know, I do this lady's website to realize that her husband is a mayor in our county. And next thing I know, I'm doing government work. He's referring me and I have a full blown business and, you know, grew that business very, very quickly. Um, it took me about three years to hit seven figures. Um, and essentially I did it through relationship building and doing good work and referrals. And you can't build a business on referrals in a consistent way. Um, and I learned that the hard way, but what I did learn was that at the end of the day, small client work, it, it became, um, it became stressful. I had a huge team. I had 129 people. 
And I was working on really cool brands, really cool projects. People were asking me to come on as equity partner and I was doing all these cool things, but I had bills to pay. So that's when I started taking on bigger clients. And unfortunately, what happened was, is I, I didn't love it. There was something missing in me. There was a core piece of what left when I started taking those bigger clients on. So I actually sold my agency in 2014. It was my fourth exit. Um, and I went on this little venture to figure out who I am. Um, and so it took five years because I actually had a five-year non-compete. I couldn't do anything, especially in the marketing world. And during that five years, you know, what I learned was way more important than what I learned when I built an eight-figure agency, Stacey. And what I learned is you can love what you do and make money doing it. And so five years when I, I got my PhD, I started teaching and I came back 10 times harder. Now I'm making way more money than I was before. This is now the fourth agency that I've um, scaled is the 15th business that I've scaled. Um, and I am making more money than ever. And I'm happier than ever. And the key here is happiness. But you covered a lot there. So the first of all, yes, marking mistakes. I would not have this podcast named marking mistakes and how to avoid them if that was not a core competitive, competitive, can't even talk, core base, we'll, we'll go with that word, of what everyone actually needs to have in their life. Like you need to be able to embrace mistakes to learn from them. And I love all of your baseball um, references because it's true. You know, you're just getting up to bat over and over and over again as an entrepreneur or quite frankly, in any level of a business with whatever new approach that you're trying to do. So I loved hearing that. And congratulations on all your success. That's awesome. Thank you. A lot, a lot of mistakes, like we mentioned, but you know, you get there and it's hard, you know, and, and I look at it like this. I've at this point, so I have my coaching. So think tank is coaching and think fuels my, my new and improved, I guess you can say uh, marketing agency. And there are four things that I see. And I, I don't know if you see this Stacy, and what you do, but there's, in my opinion, four reasons why people don't scale. One, they just lack the skills. Like they, they just do not have the skills to, to get their income past six figures. Second is they lack clarity. So many people lack clarity in their brand, in their offer, um, or what their audience even wants. The third is accountability and they procrastinate, right? If you don't have accountability measures in place, it's hard to scale. And the fourth is the lack of the right mindset or confidence, you know? But the good news is it's easy. It's, it is really actually easy to fix that. And it's, get the right skills, get the, get clarity. And if you don't have the right clarity and you can't figure it out, hire somebody, get, put accountability measures in place and get a, get a mindset coach or get in a, a group of people or community that can help you get the right mindset and get the right confidence. Right. So when you're working with an agency to start, what is the first thing that you tend to do? Like, is it a deep dive into all their processes and their systems and who they are? Or are you taking a different approach to finding out where they might have some things that could be shored up that might be a little broken? Yeah, I mean, uh, we just actually took on an agency about four weeks ago, um, one of our legacy clients. Um, and, you know, they were doing seven figures, they were doing pretty well, but they really want to hit that eight figure mark. And there were so many key things that were missing from their business. And so we do a bunch of audits. We audit your brand, we audit your team, we audit your messaging, we audit um, your um, lead generation, your sales, your proposals. Like we, we literally, 
do everything and audit everything in your business and then work with you one-on-one to essentially scale your business by helping you fix your processes, your automation, your lead gen, your team. I mean, he had just really fundamental things. And in four weeks, he he's already cleared $200,000 in just four weeks, just from the advice that we've given him. Um, so sometimes it's just little tweaks and changes. I had another agency that within not exaggerating 48 hours paid for our entire program just by one piece of advice, you know? And so sometimes it's things when you're in it, and I'm sure you see this all the time, Stacey, like when you're in it, it's hard for you to see what's wrong because you're in it. So having a third-party perspective come in is so important. I have that. I have three coaches and I'm not ashamed to say, Hey, what am I doing that? I don't see today. I talked to my coach. I had a really great opportunity. I called him. I go, Hey man. And this guy's a big guy. I mean, he, he's a, he, he represents like big, big celebrities um, that are on TV, like big, big, big. Um, Some of the biggest reality TV stars that we know. Um, And, you know, I call him, I go, Hey, I I need your help. I have this uh, opportunity. It's a no brainer to me. I was literally 99.9% going to sign on the dotted line. And he said, hold on, hold on. I'm going to give you a different perspective. And by the time I was done with that phone call, I decided not to do the opportunity because he made me it, like it blew my mind. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't think about that. Like it could backfire in this way as much as it could make me money. And it's tempting. He had so many good points. He goes, you can do it a different way where you're not tied to them. I go, ah, I go, that's it. Right. So having that other perspective, it allows you to see things in different ways that you would never be able to say. I think that especially for agencies, agency owners, agency executive teams, we go in and we fix other people's problems. Like that's what we are. We're fixers. We go out, we solve marketing issues, sales issues, whatever you have it, issues. And we spend so much time. It's easy for us to like go in and see exactly what's wrong in a company and how we would change it. But it's very hard to be self-reflective and provide yourself with that same insight without having that network of coaches or, you know, people in general who you can bounce ideas off of and have them look just like you just did, Alexa, at something at a different angle that could keep you out of some hot water. But it's also like when you're somebody that has not only done this, I've built four agencies myself, right? The, The largest 200 million. And when you've done it so many different times, you you're looking for mistakes that you've made right because you have a you literally have a podcast that's talking about marketing mistakes because you've made them and as coaches as business strategists as humans we've got to talk about these these issues and these problems that we've done and you can't be ashamed i mean i have an event on friday and all we're doing is talking about the mistakes that i've made as an entrepreneur because guess what i want everybody else to avoid them that's why you're paying me to help you avoid um all the obstacles cuz my dad used to say a quote, he would say, and um, uh, obstacles are what you see when you take your eye off the goal. But sometimes when you don't even know what goal you're looking at, all you see are obstacles because you don't even know where you're going because you've never been there. Right. So people like us, we've been there. We know how to get there. I think you just touched on another thing. You use the G word goal, something that I think a lot of agencies forget to do, actually establish what their goals are and they chug along. And I talked to so many agency owners who don't necessarily have referral engines. They don't necessarily have new business strategies. They just think that things will keep on happening and then they hit a rough spot and they get in trouble. So how do you approach setting goals with people? 
Yeah. I mean, I, I have two type of goal setters. I have goal setter. Well, three, I'm going to call three. So I have goal setters that are like, I want to make a million dollars in six months. I'm like, okay, that's, that's not going to happen. And then I have people that are like, I just want to, you know, increase my revenue by 10%. I'm like, that's just too little. And then I have people that don't set goals. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I work with people and figuring out, okay, what do you really want? And then let's look at your skill set and your setup and your network to figure out what's actually practical. Right. So an example, example, we just started a new creative agency. So we have an ad agency and I wasn't allowed to do a creative agency for five years. So we, we waited to start a new creative agency until November, 20, 2020. And I said to my team, I said, I think we could do a million dollars in 90 days. Like, I, I feel pretty good. We have the right setup. We've done this before. Um, let's try to do it. And so we ended up doing it in 67 days. Um, but it's because I already have the network. I already have the connections. I like, it's not hard for us to do that. Right. So it all depends on skill sets, who, you know, the, and you called it the referral engine. Like there's so many different aspects of it. And I already had a team in place. So it was easy for us to get up and running. Um, and now granted there's ways to do it. You know, I do have a formula a roadmap to get there, but the reality is, is, it all depends on who you are, your drive, um, your your tenacity. I mean, I have people that we set goals. I, I like to set yearly goals, quarterly goals, and then monthly goals. And then those ladder up to the one before. And it's because it allows you to really see where you're not hitting your goal. So I have a, a, a guy who owns an agency and I met with him about three, well, it was about three or four weeks ago. And I'm looking at his goals. I said, okay, it looks like you're not hitting your Q2 goals that you set for yourself. He goes, crap, you're right. So um, he, I said, you, okay, you're going to bust your butt the next week and hit that quota that you set for yourself. And he did and he, and he met it. But if we didn't set that goal, we wouldn't even have known that he wasn't hitting his goals, right? right? So goals are so important um, and goals don't always have to be numbers and revenue, right? There's so many other elements that build a brand and build a successful agency or company. What are some of the common mistakes you see made by agencies in their efforts to scale? So I would say a, n- a number of different things. One, they sound like everyone else, right? Um, if you're a marketing agency, it's like your, your brand, I can make you a, a brand that sells. All right, everybody says that. So what, what's your selling point, right? What's unique? So our selling point is very unique and there's very few people saying it. So when we jump on a sales call, people are like, ooh, and it either hits or it doesn't. If it doesn't hit, then they're not the right client for us. But our pitch is, we're not just marketers. We're entrepreneurs first. We've done this. We've scaled businesses in every single in- industry and have owned equity in companies and have exited over 50 businesses. There's very few agencies that have that type of experience. And so when we get on the phone and we say that to a brand, they're like, oh, wow. Okay. Now, if they don't say, wow, then they're not the right person for us. Right? So what is your pitch? What makes you different? What's your differentiator? It can't just be that your stuff looks good. It has to have ROI. It has to have results. You have to be able to get on the phone and say, Hey, give me 15,000 and I'll make you 50. Right. You have to be able to confidently say that. And a lot of times what happens is sometimes people don't understand how important that is. 
And then the second thing is onboarding. So many people don't have an onboarding process. Clients in the first seven days determine if they want to work with you or not. And if you don't have the right onboarding and communication process set up, you're going to lose clients. Our average client stays with us for three years. That's unheard of in the agency world. Most of the time it's three to six months. So in the at the end of the day, you have to make sure that you have the proper onboarding process set up um, to actually make sure the client is successful. A lot of times agents thinks it stops when they get the lead in the door and they close it. It doesn't. It has to go all the way through because it's easier to keep somebody and it's way more expensive to try to go get other business. The third mistake that I see is people stop prospecting. When they have enough business, they stop prospecting. Then guess what happens when they lose their business? They have no prospects. I'm always prospecting. I'm always speaking. I'm always out. We have more business than we can handle right now. However, I'm out getting my name out there. I'm out getting our brand out there because that's what you have to do. So when we do need business, I have space to bring people on. And so you can't stop prospecting ever. And the last thing I'll say is, you know, don't be afraid to ask for a referral. If you have a client that's happy and is doing well, don't ever be afraid to plant the seed to them and say, hey, if you have anybody that needs any marketing or whatever you do, whatever service base you do, don't be afraid to ask and give them that incentive, right? Get, say, hey, I'll give you 15%, whatever it is. Um, and the thing that I did differently, is, and I'm going to give you a mistake that I made, and it has to do with number four, is in my first business, I only did referrals from my clients and like people in my circle. But this time around, what I've done, and it's worked incredibly well, is I've created what I call an army of um, other consultants that don't do marketing, but there's fractional COOs, fractional CEOs, people that are consulting, even finance consultants, people that are going into other businesses. And what's, you know, what are the two biggest issues people have? People in marketing, right? So most of the time, marketing is an issue. Um, and now I have, we have 17 consultants right now that work for us um, that are fractional, whatever, and they're feeding us business constantly. And that's allowed us to have this, what you call an engine of people that live by our brand, love our brand, trust us and bring us everywhere. Um, and it's, it's helped build our business a lot. And those are awesome. Those are like really, really good. And we could dive into every single one of those probably for a good chunk of time. Um, so thank you for sharing that, Alexa. Um, so where should someone start? You know, you, you've given all of these, okay, here, where's what you can do for the agency owner, the agency executive team, the director of sales that's listening to this right now. What are, you know, the first core things that they really need to get under their belt to make movement happen? Yeah, I mean, the three most important thing in any marketing system, right, is landing clients, delivering results, and retaining long-term. Those are the three main things. If we're talking about the what to start with landing clients, we use what's called the cash method. So this is a, um, a method that we use to remind ourselves of the important things of building business. And the first one is you got to create attention. As an agency or as a service-based business, whatever you're doing, I don't actually care what you do. Whatever you do, you have to create attention. And that's one of the most important things that people don't understand. And your attention doesn't have to be, you don't have to have millions of followers, but you have to be out there. You got to put your face out there. When I left my business in 2014 and sold it, there was no such thing really as a personal brand. Now I came back in 2019 and personal brand is everything. And why? Because 
it's, it's really noisy out there. There's a lot of agencies that it's, we're in the world of, um, you know, people quitting their jobs, thinking they can be agencies. There's more people than ever in marketing. There's more people than ever, you know, in coaching, like it's so crowded. So the most important thing you can do is go out there and you have to build trust with people because people want to do business with people they know, like, and trust, which means you have to put yourself out there. So you have to create attention. That could be paid, that could be earned, or that could be organic. To be honest, we we spend 200 million a year on advertising and we spend zero on us. It's all through organic. Like that is a majority, 99% of how we build it. And it's a lot of it is networking. And, you know, the most important thing you have to remember is look at people, you know, there's people in your back corner and there's people in your phone that can help you build your business. People you don't know right? There's people out there that you can build relationships. Think about um, all the people that, um, you know, are out there that have an audience that you don't have. Go make a list of a hundred people that have the audience of your ideal client and build relationships with them. It's all about relationships. And you have people that know you. There are people right now commenting on your stuff and liking your stuff on social media that know you and like you, and they're raising their hand and you're not actually reaching out to them. Pay attention to that. They're raising their hand right now saying, Hey, I like you. I'm interested. I'm commenting on your stuff. Right. And the last is people that know people, right? There are people out there that, you know, that know people, right. And my, the best story I have is um, last summer, I started doing work for um, my business coach and I started working for free for him. And everybody was like, why are you working for free? Like you're worth eight figures. Why are you working for the student? I go, because he's a billionaire. <laughs> and I said, and he has millionaire and billionaire friends. So I need to gain his trust. So I worked for three months for free, cost me about 10 grand. He's made me $5.6 million since September. So was it worth it for me to work for free for three months? Absolutely. You weren't working for free. You were getting paid on the back end. Yes. True. But I was building relationships and building that trust. Right. So, you know, it's sometimes we're too zoomed in. You got to zoom out and you got to see what can this relationship build for me, you know, and really put your time in. So that's attention. Then you got to build audience trust, put content out. You've got to sell the right solution. You've got to make sure your solution matches the audience that you have. And then you got to hold on. You've got to hold on to your customers. It's the most important thing. So that's the cash method. And that's where I would start. Perfect. Well, Alexa, how can our listeners learn more about you? How can they find you? They're like, yes, I love what this woman is saying. I want to be one of her clients. Let's go. Um, so there's a couple of different ways. So one, you can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Dr. Alexa D'Agostino, A-L-E-X-I-D-A-G-O-S-T-I-N-O. Um, so you can go ahead and follow me on that. You can also uh, go to my website, alexadagostino.com um, or thinkconsultinggroup.com. And then you can check me out there. Think is with a Y. We also do have a podcast. It's called Millionaire, uh, Think Tank Millionaire Podcast. You can look it up on Apple, Spotify, every, everywhere. Um, and uh, it's, it's a fun podcast. So we talk about scaling and businesses and, and all of that. So any of those spots, you can find me. Well, I think that I personally will be doing my own deep dive into lots of the things that you're saying, because everything that you've said resonates. It's something that as an agency owner, as someone who has eyes in lots of other agency owners, businesses, and then of course, corporate America in general, everything you're saying is spot on and you definitely do know what you're doing. And there's a reason why you have scaled your own business in life to such a high degree. So thank you for sharing those insights today. Thank you for having me, Stacey. This was fun. 
So are there any last words of advice to our listeners that you can share? Don't give up. It's hard. It's hard out there right now. It's about to get harder with the economy, but don't give up. If you have a dream and you have a vision of where you want to head, just keep at it. It's about persistence. It's about keeping going. And at the end of the day, if I have one word that has built my businesses, it's relationships. Um, so really cherish those and really pay attention to those relationships. Put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to build good relationships and focus on the relationship, not the money. The money will come after. Okay. Alexa, thank you again. And to our listeners. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I look forward to chatting with you this next week. And if you have any interests or needs of amplifying your own message, because that is one of the things that you should be doing, reach out and we'll talk about how you can leverage other people's content, whether it's television, film, influencers, or celebrities. We'd be happy to chat and find ways to make your brand shine. Have a great one.